0: There, I'm board-certified professional organizer, Kathy Burns. I'm really glad you're here. This podcast is designed for busy entrepreneurs just like you who want to take better control of your business and move forward with less stress and more success. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Organize Energize podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at thepodcast.organizeandenergize.com. Come back often and feel free to add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Organized Energy and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hi everyone, I'm with Phyllis Pieri. She's a certified franchise executive a speaker and international bestselling author. She's also a franchise coach and consultant. She uses her passion for the past 35 years to guide fledgling entrepreneurs through the franchise selection process. What an interesting niche. And I'm here to talk to Phyllis about this so you can learn all about it. I know there's a lot of women who are doing the great mass exodus and maybe looking for something to do. And that's why I have Phyllis on the podcast today. So welcome, Phyllis. It's so glad to meet you and so good to see you.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. This is really special for me. And uh, I love helping women, so this is going to be a great um, time for us to chat.
0: Excellent. Okay, so I always start with, how do you get into franchising, Phyllis? What's up with that? That's an interesting niche.
1: That is a very good question. So I got into franchising in uh, the 70s. I, my, this is the honest truth. My sister called me and she said, Hey, we're getting ready to do a trade show. Would you come stuff envelopes? (laughs) Sure. I'm one of those that you ask me to do something and I'm always sure I'll, I'd be happy. I've always been willing. So I go there, I stuff the envelopes and then they say, well, we're doing the show this weekend. Will you come with us? Sure. So I'm the hook on the booth to entice everybody to come in. So after the trade show, they asked me to come back on Monday, and this was at Sir Speedy Printing in Newport Beach, California. So I show up on Monday morning, and the sales guy comes in, and I'm like 20 years old, right? He comes in, and he looks at me, and he said, hey, Phyllis, I've got these stack of blue cards of people that signed up. They were interested. Would you call them and book some appointments for me? Sure. So I did, and that started me seriously in the franchise industry, and I've never left. Nice. So, yeah. And it, it was willingness. It was willingness. Sure. I was open and willing to try anything. Why not?
0: Absolutely. And I know you've owned several franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you feel uh, is the challenge that you help people solve? Because I know you've had several yourselves. Um, how do you help people
1: choose their franchise, like if, if they want to do something like this? Right. It, that's a really good question. And I'm really passionate about helping people make good choices because there's like 4,000 franchises out there. Like any industry, we've got the good, the bad and the ugly. And what I do is I take people through a fun exploratory experience where they kind of get to know themselves better. And I identify the key characteristics they want in a business. And then I help them do the research on these different companies to make sure they're asking all the right questions. Because my goal is for you not to get sold. My goal is for you to find a business that you love, that you walk into, you know exactly what you're walking into, and you know if Bill can do it, I can do it. All you have to do is follow the system.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And finding the right fit is is the thing. A lot of people don't have the time to create something from scratch and having something that's kind of a proven method given to them that, that they can uh, actually implement is a wonderful thing. Now, what, what, what do you think, what's your favorite hack or what's your best piece of advice for entrepreneurs who are feeling a little bit stuck with what they're doing? What's a hack that you can create more freedom? within your business?
1: Well, see, for me, when I got into franchising, um, I got into franchise sales because I needed, I had a special needs daughter and I needed time and freedom. I needed to, I needed to have the freedom. So I've been a business owner my whole career. And the reason I've been a business owner is that I needed, and I've never understood why do people have to punch a clock and go to a job and do all those things, where if they had their own business, hello, you're the boss. So if you're in your business, and you've got a doctor's appointment, or you have to go to Billy's school appointment, you can go, you're the boss. So, you know, that's, um, so I think my biggest hack, and the thing that I help people with, is to ask enough questions to talk to franchise owners and make sure they're getting into something they really love.
0: Yeah, because if you really love it, it's not so much of a drudge, for sure.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I want you to get up every day and be happy. You know, there is so much uh, data right now about people that are in jobs or doing things that they don't love. Why would you do that when you don't have to? And people don't realize when people think franchising, they think food. And quite honestly, food is about the last thing I'll introduce somebody to unless they're a foodie. Yeah. I introduce them to things they would have never dreamed of because they don't know they exist.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our food industry is such a tough, such a tough business. Yeah. If you had to say that you had one life lesson that you've learned through being a franchise owner, what would, what would the big lesson uh, be that biz- being in business has taught you as an entrepreneurial woman?
1: I think specifically for franchising is understanding that they've got a recipe for us to follow. And to follow the recipe. The people Uh that are, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a true story. So uh, years ago, when I actually got recruited by Sir Speedy to come sell franchises for him, I went to the first convention. I was so excited. Now, I'd been an owner. When the CEO said to me, why do you think you can sell my franchises? I said, because I love your company. And I did. And I love the business. And so um, I went to the Million Dollar Roundtable. Now, this was in the 80s. So a Million Dollar Roundtable was a big, that was a lot of money. I mean, it's still a lot of money, but then it was really a lot of money. And I yeah. I wrote on the card, what's your secret? And the woman looked at the card and she said, we follow the system. I said, no, seriously, what's your secret? She said, you know, it might sound trite, but the reality is we follow the system, the system works. And I've never mm-hmm. forgotten that because nine times out of 10, if someone is not successful in a franchise, it's because they try to change and fix and do it their own way. And those people should never get a franchise because they're too entrepreneurial. And that's part of my job to find out if you are too entrepreneurial.
0: That's really fantastic. Follow the formula. That's our big takeaway for this whole thing. And yep. you know, the same thing happens with my clients that if they'll follow the systems that have been implemented and put into place, then they're golden. And if they if they go off on their own or start doing the ADD, you know, squirrel kind of thing, then right. or try to reinvent because as entrepreneurs, we're all inventors. Right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Follow the formula is the big thing. I love that. That's our huge takeaway. So uh, what do you feel? You've done this for so many years as I have. What What's the biggest organizing obstacle that you've ever had to overcome?
1: I think that the, for me, I, uh, I do chase squirrels and I'm always thinking of different things, but I have had to learn to block time. And the way that I do that is I use this cube. It's the Pomodoro uh, Cube and it has oh. 10, 20, 25 minutes. I love this. And what I have to do is I have to turn, close all my browser windows because otherwise I'll get distracted. And I block time to sit and make phone calls or whatever it is that's really helped me. The other hack I have that I love is, and because I have several projects, right? I use these. Yeah. I use these, they're color coded. And so I use them for, you know, whether it's like I have one for JVology and I have one for, you know, my clients and that type of thing. So um, that really helps me because I can see the, the color and I can grab it and know that I make notes in the right one. And my third one is I've learned over the years, I'm very visual. So I literally have a board that I can see from my desk that has my key clients that I'm taking through the process that I can see them and I can remember to call them because like an ADDer I can get distracted. And if I don't have it on my calendar, I'll forget, but that helps me to stay on track.
0: That's fantastic. I love all of those. I teach all of those. You're a girl out of my own heart. <laughs> I'm always like, get a different notebook for each thing you're doing. You know, get yourself yep. a notebook for each different task. And, and that way you don't have random notes and posty notes scattered all over and the place. Date it. So
1: the other good thing I've job.
0: Learned,
1: Tracy, the huh? other thing, I mean, um, Kathy, I'm sorry. The other thing I've learned is to uh, date it. So I date it off the top. So I'm not randomly going through, I remember what day it was that I was having that conversation, that also helps.
0: Yeah, do you date on the top right? Yes. Perfect. And um, what do you find for the Pomodoro? What's the the five, 10, the 15, what seems to be your, your sweet spot for doing your task? Which one do you use all the time?
1: I actually use 20
0: minutes. 20. Yeah. 20 is a good thing. You can get a lot done in 20 minutes, especially if you're focused on that. That's great. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's huge. So Phyllis, I know you have something to offer to the people who are listening that are just like, you know, a little bit interested in maybe becoming a franchisor. Uh, What do do we have to give them?
1: So if you're curious about franchising and you would like to consider investigating it I if you go to my website yourfranchisecoach.com slash free gift you will get a franchising 101 guide and that'll give you an overview of franchising but please know that my service is free and when you work with me I'm like an executive recruiter so I get paid by the franchisor if you get awarded a franchise and if you do that's how I get paid. So that's
0: fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. And it's all about the right fit because if oh, you find totally. the right exactly. fit for the person then the franchisor is going to say, "Oh yeah, they're the right fit." And then it's a win-win-win. Mm-hmm. Uh what a great resource. I didn't even really know people like you existed. So this is huge. <laughs> so so okay, for our final question, what's the one thing I should have asked you that you should be answering? What do people need to know about you that that'll give a value?
1: What is the biggest mistake people make when looking for a franchise?
0: Okay, let's hear it, girl.
1: They need to make sure and talk to franchise owners. And they really should work with a coach because people come to me with a preconceived notion of an idea or a business they want to try. And once I explain to them what the mechanics are and what that day would look like, they go, "Ooh, I don't want to do that. And so working with someone like me, I will introduce you to something you love and you could be up and going in 90 days, but they don't realize that that's possible.
0: Right, right. And you don't know what you don't know. It's like I used to, in the beginning of my career, I helped kids get into tech schools, um, the ones who weren't really college ready. And before I'd even get them to sign up for that tech thing, I'd go go to someone and mirror the life, find an electrical engineer. And stay with him for a day and That's see right. if you really like what he does on a day-to-day basis, because mm-hmm. it's, it's hugely powerful to actually see physically what people are doing oh, before yeah, they yeah. jump into anything, actually, you know, franchise, college, whatever. That's
1: right. And, you know, I think the thing, one of the things I love about what I do is that people have it, they get to go, they can go visit the franchise owners. They can go spend a day with them. They can go see the day in the life to say, yeah. do I really want to do this? Because I want you to walk in knowing you've done all of your homework, and I help people make sure they get all those things, all the things checked off.
0: Excellent. Well, gang, if you're looking for a new career, you're looking to shift and change and create a life of more freedom, then absolutely check out Phyllis and what she has to offer. Um, It could be your next business. You just never know.
1: (laughs) know. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on here.
0: Absolutely. I appreciate your great asset. So thank you so much, Phyllis. And I will talk to you soon. Wonderful. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to hear more, feel free to subscribe on the platform of your choice. Also, if you feel so inclined, I would truly
1: appreciate a good rating from you to me. Have a stellar day.